0: Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out.
1: Coming up. I speak to you today with feelings of profound sorrow. King Charles III delivers his first address as monarch.
2: How a curfew will be strictly enforced in Prince George's County.
3: In Glen Arden, I'm John Doman. Francis Tiafo falls in five at the U.S.
1: Open, 12 midnight.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour,
3: sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
4: I'm Erin Rubin in New York. In the United Kingdom, they have begun 10 days of national mourning. She
3: was a queen for the people, although she was a
5: queen and way above all of us ordinary people. She was human, and she's shown that time after time.
4: Charles became the new British monarch immediately after the death of Queen Elizabeth, but there will be an official ceremony today. He
6: is already being called King Charles, but now Charles will be formally proclaimed king. This will come as the UK Ascension Council meets. The council is made up of mostly current and former senior officials. Once the Ascension is approved, there will be proclamations read by town criers across the nation. The Queen's body remains at her Scotland estate, Balmoral. The body is expected to be move Sunday to Edinburgh. Still no official date has been set for the Queen's funeral. Steve Futterman, CBS News, London.
4: President Biden says he has not spoken to the new king yet, but will be attending Queen Elizabeth's funeral. Firefighters working the Fairview Fire in Southern California are worried remnants of Hurricane Kay will make it worse with its winds and rain. In Northern California, another massive wildfire is threatening lives and property. Reporter Marley Ginter the mosquito fire quadrupling in just one day this week now prompting the governor to declare a state of emergency in placer and el dorado counties to free up federal resources it's one of several major wildfires in a scorching september with a record smashing heat wave
3: i'm scared to death i'm going to lose everything i all of everything i have in there cars and motorcycles i mean that's my That's my life's collection.
4: The darkening sky, a daunting last look as people leave their homes, not knowing what they'll come back to. In Minneapolis, nine people were shot in a five hour period Thursday into Friday. That has the community wondering how bad the weekend will be. While we're
2: always talking about what the police do, there are things we got to do.
4: We have to come together. It's not about race. It's not about class. It's about everybody knowing their place and helping we
0: need to take a stand it is time to take back our communities once and for all and it can't be done by 5 10 or 15 people everybody's got to come out
4: the New York Times is reporting the Navy is investigating the SEAL selection course after a sailor's death in February revealed physical abuse, poor medical oversight, and use of performance-enhancing drugs by students just to get through the course. Investigators have 30 days to report their findings. This is CBS News. 1877 cars for kids.
3: Day at CarsForKids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Receive a tax deduction and vacation voucher. Donate your
0: car today. Now
3: accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. WTOP
7: at 1203. Saturday morning, we've made it to the weekend, everybody. September 10th, 2022. Welcome in. Clear, cooler, patchy fog by daybreak. Low in the 50s and 60s early Saturday morning. We're at 71 in our nation's capital now. Hi, Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we head into this day together. Prince George's county leaders say this morning they're going to start enforcing a curfew starting right now. So what will that look like?
3: County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it'll be about education first, and anyone under 17 out past midnight this weekend will be reminded about the curfew and told to go home. A second violation will mean a call to mom and dad to come pick their kid up. Parents and businesses can face civil penalties if kids ignore the curfew, with fines escalating up to $250 after repeated violations. Now, the curfew takes effect at midnight on weekends and 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and there are some exceptions. If a kid's out with their parents, it's okay. Coming home from work, also okay, as is coming home from school or entertainment events. In Glen Arden, John Dome in WTOP News. Turning Saturday morning
7: now to a progress report here at WTOP on D.C.'s 911 call center. It comes after a report last fall found flaws, including inconsistent handling of calls and trouble
0: finding emergencies. In its latest update on the state of D.C.'s 911 call center, auditors found that there has been little progress when it comes to the thirty 31- one recommendations made by investigators in October 77% of the recommendations reportedly have no quote observed progress on issues such as inadequate supervision of the call taking and insufficient management follow-up. In a recent interview the director of the 911 call center says she hopes to put together an updated roadmap for completing the recommendations adding that she'll share an updated a council oversight hearing later this month. Annalisa Gale WTOP News. Turning to transportation issues Saturday morning, our
7: WTOP workers are back on the job now, building that purple line. Maryland Matters reports this week the restart of construction work is a significant moment for the project that has been in the works for years, but was stopped, you'll remember, back in 2020 after the main subcontractor got into a dispute with the state over its contract. The purple line will run, when finished, 16 miles between New Carrollton to Bethesda. A newly formed conglomerate named Maryland Transit Solutions is running this project. An advocacy group called Purple Line Now tells Maryland Manners it has not seen the major construction work it would expect to see at this point in the project. Stay tuned. WTOP at 1206 Saturday morning. (laughs) Meantime, weekend warriors and Monday commuters should see some long-expected relief coming on I-66 starting today not only that it's free right now through at least the end of the month
5: director of mega projects for vdot susan Shaw says the new express lanes from 28 in centerville to 29 in gainesville are set to open midday saturday certainly we're hoping
4: for much less
5: congestion um and you know we are um going to be continuing construction on the remaining 13 miles but that west end should make traffic flow much easier Using the lanes will be free to everybody until the end of September. The rest of the express lanes from 28 to the Beltway are set to open by the end of the year. In all, it's a nearly $4 billion project. On 66, Kyle Cooper,
7: WTOP News. An update on traffic and weather a minute away. Good Saturday morning, it's 12.07 on
2: WTOP.
7: the Political Week in Review coming up after traffic and weather this midnight hour, Saturday morning, September 10th here on WTOP. To You're with WTOP,
0: Bag Dean Lane. For the
7: time exactly 12.08. Get away. a precision AC tune-up for only $69.
4: Michael and son.
7: Traffic and weather on the eighth and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center.
3: You know what? This morning I'd buy that. It's actually not a bad <laughs> ride so far this morning. We'll start in Virginia, 66. The work zone is both eastbound and westbound, pivoting at Route 123 Exit 60. Now eastbounders have the the more difficult, the more arduous task trying to get past this one. It's single right all the way from after 123 past Nutley Street and on toward the Capitol Beltway. The whole left side is shut down, and that includes the ramp from eastbound. 66 to the express lanes on the inner loop. Now the express lanes, it's just the express lanes affected here. On the inner loop, the regular lanes, uh, that ramp from eastbound 66 still open. Westbounders, you have work as well heading toward exit 57 for Route 50 at Fair Oaks. That's a right lane to get by as well. On the inner loop of the Beltway, no reported delays. Outer loop, however, we do have a work zone set up on the ramp to go west on 66 and a single lane getting by. 95 is good. 395 waiting for an update on our crash activity in Fredericksburg. This was apparently, hopefully, has been cleared up. Yes, it has cleared the crash activity we had on three plank road eastbound after I 95. That is now gone. On the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, earlier activity we had interloop near Allentown Road should be gone. No indications of any slowing over on the right side for the crash near exit nine. Everything else is conky dory on 95, the BW Parkway 270, doing very well. However, in Silver Spring, 29. Colesville Road, both directions at Franklin Avenue with caution. We had a crash there. Crew's still on scene, but apparently the crash took out the big cabinet that controls the traffic signals, and so those traffic signals are dark. Proceed with caution. Visit fitzball.com for trying to find a safe use car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP
1: Traffic. Clouds will continue to push into the region, mostly cloudy this afternoon. Temperatures for your Saturday will be in the lower 80s. Rain develops tonight, and it looks like on and off rain showers could be heavy at times for the entirety of Sunday. Temperatures in the lower to middle 70s for highs. A few showers possible here on Monday and Tuesday, but drying out by a Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller.
7: 70 degrees in DuPont Circle, 63 this midnight hour, Saturday morning, September 10th in Germantown, 60 in Annandale. We're at 71 in Holding in our nation's capital, the midnight hour, Saturday morning. Welcome in. This latest check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today schedule your free in-home estimate.
2: This is
3: WTOP News.
7: WTOP at 12.11. In his first speech as monarch this week, King Charles III vowed to carry on Queen Elizabeth II's lifelong service with his own modernizing stamp.
3: To my darling mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear late papa, I want simply to say this. Thank you.
7: The King's Speech was broadcast around the world, streaming at St. Paul's Cathedral, where some 2,000 people attended a service of remembrance for the Queen. This morning, you Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS on the new Monarch.
0: It's such a sort of tough time in the history of the UK right now because you of course have a nation there um, and a number of people mourning the loss of this monarch, one monarch that many people only knew their entire lives given the fact that she was the longest serving monarch in the UK's history and she'd been there for 70 years but there is also tough conversations happening about colonialism and about the role that Britain has played in other places like Africa where we're seeing people be critical of the monarchy so I think it's a very interesting place. Place to be. I also think, of course, there's just people like me who are very interested in the Royals, interested in Meghan and Harry, and interested in the new titles for Prince William and Kate. So I think, in some ways, this is also a time for the people who are not critical of the Royals to learn more about them and to sort of see a next chapter happening.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, let's turn to those documents the FBI sees from Mar-a-Lago that we've all been so focused on since August. A deadline for the Justice Department and former President Trump's lawyers to file briefs proposing how a special master will review the documents, if there even is a special master. Then the question of who in the world here is going to qualify to be this impartial third party. So uh, many questions that you'll be raising with your panel.
0: There's so many questions here because you have this fight over the special master right, with the DOJ saying that this is not needed and that they think that this will hurt their investigation. There's even some idea based on their filing that there might be more classified documents that they're trying to find and that this is going to slow down that process. You, of course, also have former President Trump, who is in some ways really casting doubt on whether or not the DOJ and the FBI can be fair to him given their history in his mind. Of course, with so many other people saying that the DOJ is a fair institution that has been there for a long time. I think the other thing to note is that we also got new reporting this week from the Washington Post, from Devlin Barrett, about the sort of nuclear documents that are there. There's some reporting from Devlin and others that some of the documents that were found were dealing with the nuclear capabilities of foreign governments. So in some ways, we're getting more and more information on why the DOJ felt like they had to take this unprecedented step of searching a former president's home. And it's over, we're also getting more details about why the DOJ is fighting so hard to keep these documents in as little hands as possible, which is why they're saying a special master is not the right rating There's a lot to talk about here because there's a politics of this too when you have Attorney General Bill Barr, who of course served under former President Trump, saying that he feels like the DOJ is getting closer and closer to having evidence it needs to indict Trump, even though he himself says that Trump shouldn't be indicted. So a lot of questions, a lot of things to talk about.
7: The Political Week in Review, that's Yubish Sendor, moderator of Washington Week. On PBS, talking there with Dimitri and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at
2: WTOP.com. That's the third time you put an offer on a house you wanted. And the third time you lost to a cash buyer. Cash buyers win in this market. Of course, you could go through the time and hassle of selling your home and then looking for a temporary place to live. Or... You could simply go to Orchard.com. Orchard's Move First program turns you into a preferred cash buyer without needing to sell your home first. See how easy it is. Visit Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. You're with Dean Lane
4: on
0: WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
7: red. It's Saturday, September 10th. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. Welcome into WTLP. Sports time indeed at 1215. Our first midnight hit with Frankie this weekend.
6: A breakthrough tournament that will not be forgotten for Francis Tiafoe Falls in the semifinals of the U.S. Open to Carlos Alcaraz, 6-3 in a decisive fifth set. Tiafa fought off a match point in the fourth set to win in a tie break, but in the end, Alcaraz just too good. Frustrating loss, even though it was an incredible performance from Tiafa. Too
3: good from Carlos tonight. I gave everything I had. I gave everything I had for the last two weeks. Um, you know, honestly, I came here wanting to win U.S. Open. I, I feel like I let you guys down. Um, this
0: one really hurts. This one really, really hurts.
6: It did hurt, but Tiafu did say that one day he's going to win the U.S. Open. Now, Alcaraz will play Casper Rude for the men's title on Sunday. The winner becomes the new number one in men's tennis. Baseball, Nationals fall to Phillies 5-3. Patrick Corbin took the loss, allowed five and runs, struck out two, gave up two homers. Alex Call with a homer for the Nationals. Same two again Saturday from Philadelphia. The Orioles winners over the Red Sox 3-2 at Camden Yards. Commanders getting closer, opener against Jackson? Jacksonville Sunday, but no safety Cam Curl. He's out with a thumb injury. As the uh, Commanders are a slight favorite over the Jags Week One NFL. Francis Tiafoe's run is over at the U.S. Open. Of Frank Han, WTOP Sports.
7: Thanks, Frankie. Good Saturday morning, twelve sixteen on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you this weekend morning: King Charles III delivering his first address this week to the nation. As sovereign, saying that he is going to carry on his mother's legacy while honoring her service.
3: We will come together as a nation, as a commonwealth, and indeed a global community to lay my beloved mother to rest. Who would be best serve as
7: an impartial third party to review the record seized from Marilago? The Justice Department now proposing this weekend two retired judges, while lawyers for former President Donald Trump are proposing a retired judge and a prominent Florida lawyer. The western section of the new I-66 express lanes in Virginia, 66, the route should be open by midday today. If all goes according to plan, the lanes will be free to everyone until later this month so drivers can get familiar with them, is what they want you to do. We'll keep you updated on that situation with traffic and weather on the 8s here on WTOP. It's twelve seventeen. The defense for R. Kelly and two co-defendants has rested at the R&B Singer's trial on charges of trial-fixing child pornography and enticing minors for sex. They concluded their case Friday this week after the main defense witness Kelly co-defendant and his former business manager, Daryl McDavid, ended his three days of testimony this week. Prosecutors get a chance to call rebuttal witnesses, and the sides will then deliver closing arguments. Jury deliberations are not likely to begin until sometime next week. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time, Saturday morning, now is (laughs) 12.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Ian Crawford's with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center.
3: 95 is what we're watching so far. Check that. 66 in Virginia is what we're watching so far. The westbound work zone is not as drastic as 1st. First- anticipated it's just a single right lane to get by but no serious delays as you're making your way from 123 heading toward route 50. The bigger issue is going to be eastbound though not a serious delay getting into and through this work zone after 123 passing nutley street on toward the capitol beltway and a right lane getting you by there the ramp from eastbound 66 to the interloop express lanes is shut down but the ramp to the regular interloop lanes is okay fine on the Beltway itself, the outer loop ramp to go west on 66 down to a single lane for the scheduled work zone. The rest of the Beltway is in pretty good shape 395 and 95. No reported delays from the 14th Street Bridge, at least as far south as Fredericksburg. Earlier issues we had in Fredericksburg on Route 3 eastbound after I 95, now out of the roadway. On the Maryland side, Beltway is good through Montgomery and Prince George's County. Earlier issues we had on the inner loop near Allentown Road are. Out of the roadway at least. On 95, the BW Parkway and 270, we are good to go. On 50, between the Bay Bridge and the Bellway, doing just fine. Then across the Bay Bridge with two lanes in each direction to and from the shore. In the district, on on the freeway, no reported delays. The 295s are actually in fairly good shape, but New York Avenue inbound. Watch for work after South Dakota Avenue and a single lane getting by. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
1: Mostly clear conditions here through the early morning hours, and it looks like clouds will start to increase through the morning itself. Temperatures, we're waking up to the 60s, and we'll be in the lower 80s here this afternoon, and mostly cloudy conditions. A slight chance we could see a couple of showers, especially west and southwest of Washington, into the afternoon. Heading into the overnight, though, we're going to continue with the thickening of the clouds, and showers will develop after midnight, and rain at times will be heavy throughout your Sunday. Temperatures only in the middle 70s. Rain continues into Monday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller.
7: 70 at Reagan National, 67. by Marshall, 67 at Dulles. We're at 71 at Holding in our nation's capital this midnight hour. Saturday morning, September 10th. The weekend, everybody, it's here. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Check them out. NewLookHomeDesign.com stuff to watch this weekend. Coming up, we've got some thoughts for you. It's twelve twenty-one. Stay with us. Try a new way to travel on Car Free Day. Use transit, rideshare, bike, walk, scooter, or telework on
5: Thursday, September 22nd. Take the free pledge at carfreemetrodc.org
7: for special promotions and a free raffle entry for a chance to win great prizes. Even if you're already car free or car light, take the free pledge today and commute with confidence. Visit carfreemetrodc.org MetroDC.org. That's car-free. MetroDC.org.
3: This is WTOP News. WTOP
7: 1221. Mm-hmm. We'll grab the old popcorn. You know, we're going to the movies. This weekend, a new horror film released that focuses on the post me Too era. It's called House of Darkness.
4: Lucy, hello. I thought this was just the two of us. You still don't understand what's going on, do
1: you? Understand what? Oh, my God. I'm tired. I'm going to go home.
7: No, you're not. This morning, film critic Kristen Toto with his tech.
5: This time around, there's a new couple. They've met at a bar. They're going back to her place. They're going to have a drink. They're going to have some conversation. In fact, a lot of conversation. And I think it shows that La Butte really does know what the current cultural situation is, the new dating mores. But at the same time, it's rather dull. I think you kind of get the characters, who they are, the, the motivations, fairly quickly and one of the problems here is there's not a lot of surprise in house of darkness so i think in the past he's been able to kind of prick the culture and kind of get us in an uneasy place i don't think he does it nearly as well here and that's a real problem especially when there's a horror element that kind of around the corner it's not a bad film by any stretch i enjoy the fact that justin long and kate bosworth the leads here are playing a little bit against type i don't think we see them in these kind of roles as often as we do here so i like that about it it's not a bad film it's well crafted in a way, but I just think that if you're gonna do a genre film, you've gotta have some surprises, some shocks, and you've got to have a real big payoff. And that's where House of Darkness really fails. There's another new film. It happens to also be under the horror genre called Barbarian. What is it about and how did you like it? This is a movie I'm going to be really careful in describing because I'm going to, I think, to say too much would spoil the surprise, the fun, the fact that we haven't seen a movie quite like this before. It's about a young woman who rents a home. She has a, a big job interview the next day. She just wants to relax, have a good night's sleep. But it turns out someone else rented the same property at the same time, so they have to kind of figure out I guess we're going to have to stay under the same roof and just see what happens, you know, make the best of a bad situation. And things go south from there. Let me just put it that way. Don't read about this movie if you can avoid it. You know, you want to go spoiler free. It is a horror film. What I will say is that it feels like several stories put together and sometimes the stitches are rather obvious. And I think there's sort of a flow that should have happened here that doesn't quite come together. There are times it's a very smart sensitive sharp horror movie and then at times it's silly and you're going to roll your eyes and might even chuckle. I know I was laughing at a time or two. So it's a bit of a Frankenstein's monster of a horror movie but it's also entertaining, engaging, fresh and I enjoy it and I recommend it. So just know there'll be some uh, bumps along the way even by horror movie standards but I think Barbarian is really interesting. It's getting a lot of pre-release hype and I think some of it if not all of it is (laughs) deserved.
7: So I can have stuff for you to watch this weekend. Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I'm about to turn up.
2: DC Startup Week, the metropolitan area's largest conference for entrepreneurs and startups, is returning in person for five days, September 12th through 16th. DC Startup Week has more than 100 events, including keynotes, expert programming, founder talks, pitch competitions, and networking happy hours. If you are a founder at any stage, from idea to growth, an entrepreneur, an investor, community organizer, or employee, you don't want to miss this must-attend event to help you start, grow, and scale your business. Learn more and register for free at dcstartupweek.org.
7: WTOP at 1225. Money news, each hour at 25 and 55. Jeff Clayboy here to wrap your business week Saturday morning. The Dow finished Friday up 377 points, a gain 3% for the week. Household net worth fell by $6.1 trillion in the second quarter, the biggest quarterly drop on record. The average price of a home sale is almost 1% lower than a year ago, the first annual drop since January 2011. No one has claimed the $1.3 billion Mega Millions lottery prize from July. If not by September 27th, the lump sum payment option goes away. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News.
3: We'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. WTOP at
7: 1226. Good morning. This morning, when your faith is challenged, after you say goodbye, a mega church pastor steps down for now. I'm Fred Bottomer
5: with Report on Religion.
3: Hey guys, I know it, it just feels like, oh my gosh, what's coming? So so let me, I'm, I'm the lead pastor of this church. I plan on being the lead pastor of this church for the next 20 years.
5: Pastor Matt Chandler telling his followers at the Village Church in Flower Mound, Texas, that he's taking a leave of absence.
3: Several months ago, um, a woman approached me um, outside here in the foyer. Um, she had some concerns for how I was DMing on Instagram with a friend of hers. Um, I, I didn't think I had done anything wrong in that. My wife knew that. Her husband knew that. Um, and, and yet there were a couple of things that she said that were disorienting to me.
2: After a review, church elders
3: said they had some concerns and asked Chandler to step away for a while. And those concerns were not that our message... This
5: episode is brought to you by Zell.